welcome to I Don't Have My Shit Together, the podcast. My name is Georgia Fordyce and I'm here to show that I don't have my shit together so you don't have to either. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast and not have our shit together together. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast or welcome if this is your first time joining us. I first of all want to say a big thank you to everybody who listened last week. We have hit over 100 streams already, which I'm so happy with for week one of the podcast. And thank you to everyone who's like shared it on social media or messaged me, like lovely messages. It honestly means the world. Um, there, I've been building up to this for a long time. Um within myself that people don't even know. So to finally have it out there in the world, it's such a good feeling and to hear your lovely responses just makes me so happy. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this interview today. My guest was so open, so vulnerable, so, so real and really embodied everything that this podcast is about. And yeah, like I couldn't be more grateful for how open she was. So I really hope it gives a good insight into the reality of how it can be to make it in your industry. I put that in quotations because like, what does that even mean to make it? And we think that your life is complete when you reach a certain goal but she talks all about that so I really hope that you guys take a lot from it and enjoy her realness. Um, I also put on my Instagram story, the podcast's Instagram, how everyone's feeling this week and so that I could talk about it a little bit in this intro and I had somebody who is a teacher reply and say that they're, and say that they've been having like a bit of a rough week because they've had a lot of parents saying not very nice things or complaining about things that they're doing but they're just trying their absolute best and I can totally empathize when you feel like you're doing your best and it feels like it's not good enough and I think probably a lot of people don't even realise what it takes to be a teacher. I certainly could not do it and I completely take my hat off to anyone who is a teacher in this day and age, I want to say, because it's always been an incredibly hard job, but I feel like it's getting even harder um, for a lot of reasons. So I have so much respect for teachers. I only do like a tiny bit of teaching and it's teaching singing at the weekends and even from that taster I have like I can't imagine doing that full time and obviously when it's singing and performing it's most of the kids want to be there and I don't have any dealings with the teacher uh, the parents so very different situation and I I could I just couldn't be a teacher so I have so much respect and Maybe if you're a parent, you obviously want the best for your child, but I think it could be helpful to put yourself in the position of the teacher and having to deal with so many children and all their different needs every day whilst also trying to teach them and create like a healthy environment. Like maybe just, 
yeah let's let's be nice to the teachers out there if you have any teacher friends or family send them a wee message give them some love and just show your respect for what they do because I personally have a lot of respect and I think everyone does so I'm sending you love as for my week um it's been a good week all in all obviously I was on cloud nine when the podcast was out and all that was happening and then I've been having some things going on in my personal life as I said I'm not going to share everything on the podcast for to like respect my own energy and other people's privacy and stuff like that but that's just life also um it's not always smooth sailing Sometimes there are difficult things and difficult moments and yesterday was Monday and I thought I was going to be raring to go but I really was not feeling it yesterday. I couldn't motivate myself at all, like I didn't have any fire in my belly, like I was just so tired, so demotivated and I did manage to do like a few things actually and I made myself reflect at the end of the day to show myself that I did do some things even if I didn't do anything it would have been okay because we all have days like that and it's perfectly okay but um yeah when I say I did things I did like a load of washing and I did some food shopping at Lidl <laughs> like Nothing huge, but also still doing stuff. Oh, and I edited the podcast interview as well. Um, but yeah, I just didn't feel good in myself and everything felt like such a big effort. So I was so ready to wake up today with fresh energy and to have a good sleep because I know that was probably part of the problem. And so I did. I had a good sleep. I woke up and I've started a new like manifesting ritual shall we say with my friends and that gave me all the good vibes this morning I was yeah completely different person today completely different energy I'm feeling so good and I don't know it just shows that sometimes we just have those days and it's okay and I'm learning to accept that and today is a new day so if you're not having a great day I hope that tomorrow is a better day and I'm sending you love and it's okay. Let's not be mean to ourselves. But anyway, I think that's all my blabbing done. I hope you enjoy the interview. So here we go. Okay, I'm so excited to welcome another amazing guest to the podcast. She is a professional performer who has performed in musicals internationally internationally should I say in the West End and all around the UK she made her West End debut as the understudy for the lead role of Vivian in Pretty Woman the Musical and is now on the UK tour for the same show and has taken over the role of Vivian from Amber Davies while she is on Dancing on Ice she is a bubbly ball of sunshine and I'm so happy to have her on the podcast please welcome Ellie J. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to be here Oh, I'm so chuffed to have you on. I know, I was like, I wish I'd take my makeup home. I would have looked a bit better. <laughs> you look natural beauty. Um, so how's life, Ellie, and how is the tour going? It's good, it's good. Um, we're just in the first quarter 
Um, yeah, we started in September. It's now almost the end of January. Um, and that's only yeah, the first quarter. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, the third maybe. Mm-hmm. We end um, well. Our contract is up uh, September. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really good, and like just even seeing the different dynamic from town to tour as well. The um, the show is pretty much the same, like, but there there has been some changes. Um, but yeah, I love doing the show, and I just feel like I really resonate with Vivian. She knows what she wants, and she's quite sassy, but she's she wears her heart in her sleeve, and she's very um, timid in a sense as well. And I just feel like I really she is one person that I really do resonate with and I love playing her mm, I feel like that's such a nice thing because as a performer you never know like what characters you're going to end up doing but if it's a character that like you relate with a lot like that must be such a nice feeling yeah I mean that's our job as performers is to fit any kind of cube I guess um no matter what the personality is and depends on how um the extent of your your acting goes but for me personally I feel like playing Vivian is quite easy because she does fit a similar mold to me mm-hmm. um but there are challenges throughout it obviously like the more I do it the more I become confident in it mm-hmm. but at the beginning she shouldn't be as um kind of she shouldn't be as determined and sure of herself sort of thing sure of herself yeah so I do feel like the more I play her I feel like I still need to let pull it back um so my my Vivian from the beginning till now is like so different and I I and myself know how how it's progressed and I've had a few friends that have seen it numerous times um (laughs) and they've also said like how how different it has been in that duration between the two that's so nice though um so to set the scene me and ellie went to college together you were in the year above me and um but we're both from very similar parts of scotland yeah you're, you're from the broch right ellie yes fraser Brach. fraser Brach. <laughs> i always call it the broch and I'm originally from Bucky, so we actually speak like the same dialect, which we'll not speak uh, for the podcast or only like <laughs> 0.5% of people would understand. Um, yeah. But yeah, you recently got to do the show in Aberdeen, which we just started yeah. speaking about a wee bit before we started recording. But I can imagine what that was like for you. But yeah, how was it? I haven't been home in a long time. So going to His Majesty's Theatre, like it's it's. I think if I was home more and I I saw the theatre, be like I really want to perform there, then it it would have been more about oh my god. But because I've not been there in so long, the last time that it was actually the last time that my mum saw me perform was in that building, and I think anybody that has maybe been through a similar situation I've been through when like a a close relative has passed that time in my life was a bit numb I didn't really resonate with it much like I just kind of breezed through it because I needed to so when when I do say to people oh my god it was last time my mum saw me perform I do have a lot of like 
a lot of emotion with that but at the same time like I can't remember how it felt her being there I remember being so like appreciative because she was literally like my family had to help her up the stairs like she was really like struggling to but she wouldn't miss it for the world but as a teenager like all you cared about is like seeing your pals and this and that and so thinking back I do try and resonate with it a lot and it took me a hot minute when I I got there and I just looked at the building I was just like it took me a minute to sink it in it was it didn't hit me straight away but I was like my whole family are going to get to see me this is great and I'm quite a like shut off emotional person (laughs) um I like to try and pretend I've got my shit together (laughs) um so it wasn't until the last day I was an emotional wreck like I was I was really really emotional and I thought today of all days like the last night or the opening night would be the night that my mum would have came to to see the show Mm. And I think that really did hit me. And obviously seeing, I went to see the theatre the week before just to see some posters of me outside the building. And I was just like, wow, okay, this is happening. How exciting. But you take the good and the bad sometimes as well. Like so many people can be like, oh my God, like you're on the side of the building, you're this or that. But then you have your down days as well. So I feel like you need to, it, it it all kind of stems in an average rather than roller coaster sometimes and when things like that are so massive and it's like oh my god I want a poster I think I peaked when I was shooting for the poster mm. if that makes sense and then obviously when I'm playing it that week I had to play it cool because everybody was coming to watch it so I was like, right, we need to just keep her cool. Um, so I wasn't too, like, nervous and doing silly things on stage. But um, it, re- it really was lovely, though, to be performing to hundreds of thousands of people each night in my hometown mm. that have known what I've wanted to do from the get-go. Yeah, I feel, oh, God, I can't even imagine. Like, you're saying at that time maybe you never processed things as much as Mm. I mean you were doing all you could to survive that moment I imagine and then coming back and realizing oh god like how much it means to you but then also having Mm. to do a show and take over that lead role at the same time and have everyone come watch you like yeah I can imagine you did have to be in a sort of mode and think okay focus on the show and then I'll deal with these emotions later (laughs) yeah I think it's strange because I have just said it's all an average and it's not a roller coaster but it is a roller coaster but for me because I'm suppressing all that Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to keep it all in one like area uh but yeah yes 100 percent just suppress the emotions (laughs) I'm just not good until a, a better time when we can deal with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you really made me laugh because when I asked you to do the podcast, you sent me back a voice note like immediately. And you were like, oh my God, if anyone doesn't have her shit together, it's me. So that just made me die. And like, from, we weren't like super close in college and that, but like I do know you and like you're just, a very transparent person and I was like yeah that's true <laughs> Ellie is like 
<laughs> like that but I lose cannon <laughs> but when you like see somebody doing something so big like you still have this perception like oh no now that they've done that like she's definitely like got everything together now but that's like my whole point with this podcast that you yeah. still can achieve everything you want even if you don't feel like you've got everything figured out so like how would you describe yourself in that terms and why would you say you don't have your shit together yeah I feel like performing there's this perception of you've always got to have your shit together and to make it you need to be stable you need to be um know what you want and it's really tricky when there's fans of a show um or just any musical theater fans in general um come to you and they're like you make my day and I love watching you and like I do feel like I, I'm always low and when I come and see the show you like you spike my my kind of enthusiasm in life and I came away one day and I had had a really low personal day but then I played the lead and it does really spike me as well mm-hmm. but when you walk off that stage you're like back into your own life and then I did stage door and one of the girls said that to me and um it really really did hit me because I was like here's me playing a role to make other people happy which is my job but then I walk away and I'm just like I feel sh-. like I really feel shit like I'm going through a really low period right now but that's just our job and I feel like we've got to put a face on every time we feel rubbish because mm-hmm. it's a job just yeah. the same as a nine-to-five person if you feel crap you still got to go into work you put a brave face on like it's the same for everybody but when it comes to performing you couldn't go on a stage and do bare minimum and not even have a smile on your face do you know what I mean and, and we physically can't either can we like even when you're in a shit mood you think yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do the show today but that minute you go on the stage it just happens and next thing you know like you've done it 100% and personally like I will not be afraid to ever speak about this but like I've done therapy and I was so much better for it and so many people don't speak about this either is like hormones like I have recently came off my birth control mm-hmm. and oh my goodness I felt like a completely different person like I felt brand new I was like oh my god this has been like playing with my emotions for years and then I went to a singing lesson because I felt like I'd lost my range um, and he was like you've kind of screwed yourself because for six weeks after you change medication you're going to have a lot of water retention in your vocal cords so you've kind of screwed yourself because you're about to play the lead for a very long time um and so I had went back on it and again I'm still changing my meds I'm not trying to go back to before six weeks so again I postponed it again for another six weeks so I've then now went back on to birth control because I panicked and I went, well, I must not be able to sing without my birth control. So I need to go back on it. And now I'm back on it. I'm just, again, feel like a loose cannon. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really trying to be in touch with them, with my emotions. And I can even depict why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And like, I've now got the flow up as well. And that tells me like, a breakdown of every day you might be feeling this today and I'm like well yeah yeah my app Um, is like wildly 
uh, yeah. spot on. So the likes of hormones can really, really for for anybody can really play a hard hard thing in it. And um, like I know I've got a lot of like unsolved things from when I was younger and I, I, I'm not afraid to say like I have been to therapy and like it, as I said it has really 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 helped um I did stop for a while I've not been in a, a, a quite a while um because I felt like I was fine but there will be moments that creep up and I'm like shit like I should still probably be going to therapy um but just like a swan you try and paddle but try and be elegant with it all that's such a good like analogy yeah no matter how how high up in the in the ladder you get I presume that how I feel is how people feel that are are even more successful uh not that I'm saying that I am but just like I know many people that still go to therapy and whatnot through the west end sector as well mm-hmm. yeah that's it it's like I guess no matter what you end up doing like whatever your thing is you know you did the West End and you're doing the tour and like for the performing industry that's the that's the made it moment that's the like the top moment Mm -hmm. at it but it doesn't mean that any of the other stuff goes away like just because that happens and even when people have quote-unquote made it like there's they've still got all that things going on in our personal lives but you don't think about it you just see the things on social media and you just assume oh well that's them life sorted now but actually it's maybe even more yeah. challenging because you have this it's almost an expectation if you're like doing something really big you have this big expectation whilst also navigating the stuff you were before it happened so yeah I love that you spoke you're scared that. to show that side of yourself as well I do feel like you're you're scared to kind of show that you're I don't want to say weak but weak do you know what I mean like by showing any type of depression or um lower side of yourself and I think depression is one word that a lot of people don't like to chat about mm. um but yeah it's just you've the higher the higher you become the higher standard and expectations that people have of you yeah and like you said I mean the performing industry is a great example but I'm sure it's like this in a lot of industries you receive so many rejections and stuff like how are you supposed to be like a completely chill like constantly happy person when you're when you're so up and down you don't know when your next paycheck's coming you don't know what you're doing even after that contract finishes what I will say is that no matter no matter who you are, you're going to get the exact same rejection. So the likes of, say you want to go for your first West End job and you're like, I want to be in the ensemble. Then there's, say for our show, we've got seven ensemble girls. So like you've got seven opportunities. Whereas now that I'm a cover, there's usually maybe three covers that's ensemble. Mm. Say I want to go for a lead there's only usually two lead girls. So the higher you go, the less opportunities you have and the more rejection that you also don't expect to happen because you're like, okay, right, I'm getting I'm getting my CV like up to here. 
and surely people want to hire me but there's still a wide pool of people going for lesser opportunities so a lot of people do think oh surely this will be great for you though and it's like yeah but there's less opportunities for me now because I do want to keep stepping forward rather than stepping back. Um, but a job's a job at the end of the day. And like, I love to perform and that's what I, I live and breathe to do. But there is this perception as well that once you make it to the West End, you can retire. You're like, I've made it. That's, that's it. it. Like, do you know I mean? But personally, for me, I've always got that goal that I want to hit. And now that I've made it to the West End, I'm like, right, so what next then? Mm. Like, I'm, I'll, I know I'll never be settled. Yes, I've, like, made it to the West End. And I reveled in that a few times, standing outside the Savoy building, looking at the Pretty Woman sign, and I was like, I'm in that. I literally play the lead in that sometimes. Um, and, like, that is a huge, huge, huge success for me. And, and I'm extremely grateful for every opportunity I've been given and I will give myself a pat on the back for it but I'll never revel in it too long because Mm. there's so many people that want to be in your position and then there's so many other jobs that you're going to want to try and get on to next so it's like you can't really settle for too long in that kind of pride and joy of of grasping your dreams so no matter who you look at in this industry, I, I just feel like you get that that glory and the excitement when you post it on Instagram. Like that is the, the biggest, yeah. biggest gratification you can get is when you post it and so many people are like, oh my God, like, well done, so excited, like can't wait to come see you. Um, and then from there on out, it's like, okay, the hard work starts now. I need to learn the book and you learn songs. And then you have your opening night. There's a big hoo-ha about it. And then from then on, it's like, right, well, this is just day-to-day now for me. Mm-hmm. The excitement's peaked and that was day-to-day. Do you know what I mean? And I would never want to sound ungrateful, but you're never going to get that excitement every single time you go on. It's just a day-to-day now. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not ungrateful yeah. at all. Like, it's it's so real and I'm so like glad you said about doing the Instagram post and that's the big moment to say I did it and like share with the world and I had to be really Mm. honest with myself um last year because I've like stepped away from musical theater and I just I don't know it wasn't like fulfilling me in the same way and I started to see like more and more people from our college especially posting that they were getting these like huge roles and I felt like the twinge of like uncomfortableness. And I thought, right, Georgia, like be honest with yourself. Is it because, okay, this is really what I still want to be doing? Then if so, like I would go for it a hundred percent and make it happen. And, or is it that I want to tell the world, oh, I did it too. Is it because I want to tell the world or do I actually want it? And then I realized it's that you want to be able to say, oh, I did it. I did it also. Um, yeah. I I hate social media. I hate it. I hate it. Like if I, and I say this to my dad all the time, I'm like, I wish I could just delete social media. He's like, yeah, I get that, but you need it for your job. And I feel like I'm now having to put more effort into social media than my actual 
gift that gets me my work mm. do you know what I mean like I feel like social media gets you out there it expresses that you can sing if you upload singing videos it expresses that you're um you're down to earth if you come across down to earth but again it's like whatever you put on social media is filtered and everybody knows it now um so yeah I just I don't know it's just I wish I could delete it I honestly do because I just feel like it's it's a great tool but at the same time it is it it, it, it grits on a lot of people mm-hmm. um but it connects us doesn't it yeah so true <laughs> and it's it's going to be here for a long time so it's like we just need to to be on it but I do get what you mean when it comes to seeing other people's happy news as well and it's like I feel like I should be to where they are like and you're like oh I could have done that oh I could have oh God. I wish I was like do you know what I mean it's it's always you're comparing yourself mm-hmm. and again social media is the, so bad for comparison like the amount of times I sit and I look and I'm like I want to do that I need to do that and like I'm and I feel it's jealousy spike in a sense and then I have to just like take a back step and I'm like hang on a minute Ellie like look at your CV look what you've done so it does I think we all just need to take a hot minute to just like dissect things sometimes yeah because like if we didn't see it we probably wouldn't be thinking anything bad about what we're doing you know but like you say it's so hard because I've taken breaks from it and then I feel like so disconnected from the world because people don't just whatsapp you and say hey I went out for dinner tonight like so you only see things because folk post it on social media or like I would miss massive news like people were pregnant and stuff like that and I'd like oh my god I literally yeah. missed that because I wasn't on social media. So it was very hard to get the balance. Yeah, and you see people getting like jobs from being famous in TikTok now. And it's like, what do I need to do to get viral? Yeah. Which, it's good, but also a bit sad at the same time. Because I want to go into an audition room and not care about how many followers I've got on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... I was actually wondering, genuinely, uh, personally, as one of your friends also, but um, what was going on in your life before Pretty Woman? Because I have no idea what you were doing. Or was it just like auditioning and... Covid. Oh. Covid. Well, actually, I know it's a lie. I um, I was in Panto. But before Panto was Covid. um, And I really don't do well without like performing in my life Mm. that is just how I express my feelings and kind of that's my outlet I guess yeah but to not be doing anything um I then ended up teaching so that kind of took my mind off things but just being stuck at home like a lot of people I can imagine really did go through it during Covid um so I was in Glasgow I was teaching for a while and then I did Panto, which I love. And I had got an offer through for a cruise for We Were Rock You. Mm. And they offered me it the day that I had my final for Pretty Woman. It, it, it's great to be in that position where you've got two jobs. 
yeah. it's like either or um and you would never want to feel ungrateful for that but at the same time it's like it's so hard to pick sometimes he then obviously said that I got it and I was ecstatic but it it was a case that I, I started straight away they were like can you come in literally day dot and I was like I need to go home and pack in Glasgow and take everything down so they gave me two days and then I went uh was rehearsing myself oh, which wow. was great because I yeah which was lovely but at the same time I really do hate it at the same time because I would have loved to be in rehearsals with a group of people and create a bit of a bond mm. so I did feel like when I went into the cast I was I was a bit my lonesome and I was like how do I find my people now because people are already in groups so I did I did really 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 peak when I got Pretty Woman I was just like this is it I've 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 done it I've done yeah. it and it's a show that like I absolutely love like Pretty Woman is literally one of my favorite movies, that and Moulin Rouge. Like I could, it was funny because I knew the script before I even went in. I was like, <laughs> I know the movie back to back. And some lines that aren't in the show, I was like, why is this line not in it? <laughs> because I honestly, like I, I watched it on repeat when I was a kid, as a kid, a teenager. But that was, that was what I was up to just before it. Um. Okay, I have a random question to finish, but it's, it's something I was thinking about with you, like you you are a very like down to earth person and you're I feel like you're just a hundred percent you all the time, even when I don't know, you're taking over the pretty woman Instagram, you're still a hundred percent Ellie. Is that something that just comes natural to you to just be yourself? Or is it like a conscious decision of like no matter what happens, I want to stay true to me, or is it just like something, yeah, that comes natural to you? It's a really tricky one, to be honest. In the in the conversations of having your shit together, um, <laughs> as I've said, like we just as performers try and put on this front all the time. And I do feel like I do have to put on a face quite a lot. Um I do go as anybody would we go through our phases of of having low days and high days but when it comes to like Instagram takeovers it's there are some things you want to say but obviously you're just like oh well I'll don't want to get myself in trouble do you know what I mean (laughs) kind of thing or like when someone's like what's your two favorite shows that you'd want to do you do feel like you're like well if the casting are looking at me right now, then I'm going to see these shows. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do feel like when it comes to social media, you are putting a little bit of a front on. Um, and I think that probably expresses why I hate social media so much. Mm. But um, me personally, I, I say it how it is sometimes. And I've went through my years of being loud and energetic and now I'm just like I just feel like I want to settle and just be humble and chill these days um and before I would just be able to switch on and have this energy straight away but now I feel like I do need to pull the energy from within sometimes uh especially if I've not had a coffee (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's I think 
I'm really struggling to answer this question because at this moment in time, I've, I've ha- had a bit of a lull. Um, and that even shows you, like, I can p- be playing a lead and I can still hit a lull. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, ask me any other time when I'm on a high, then I could say, well, yeah, this is just me. Um, but now, because I'm in this lull, I'm like, mm, I'm up and down. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I will always be true to myself. Like, I'll, I will always say how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll, I will show when, like, on social media and whatever. But if I am on a story, then I'll, I'll be like, yeah, you, you'll probably tell from my energy. No, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you just being honest about what's going on for you. That's, like, my whole aim with this podcast is, like, I felt like I couldn't start it because my life was... And I was very up and down, but then I thought, no, like I want to start the podcast anyway, and I'm just going to show it all. I mean, within reason, I'm not going to like bear like super personal stuff, but like if I don't feel great or something's going on, like I still want to just show up because it is the truth and nobody is like a hundred percent like on a high and happy all the time. And it doesn't mean you're not happy. It's just like life is like that. Just you don't get highs if you don't have lows Mm -hmm. exactly right this is my question to round off every interview so what's one example from this week that shows that you don't have your shit together um i parked my car on a street this week and a building on that street started burning and um it's melted my car (laughs) so Things like that. It's when personal life like happens. It's like I need to deal with this while working at the same time. So mm. it's compartmentalizing. Mm. Um, but this weekend, I've just been really lonely as well. To be honest, um, I str- I struggle. I think the biggest thing I struggle with on tour is that I'm getting to the point now where I kind of want to settle down. Mm. and I want to find someone and on tour you're, it's, it's really hard to do that um because I think people on dating websites think well you're only going to be in my city for a week so yeah. why would I want to go on a date with you see what I mean or you attract all the wrong kind of people um but I think I felt really lonely this week and I'm not gonna lie I had a had a bit of a cry and I got my teddy out <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I still got my long lost Teddy from birth, and I was just like, I need that comfort. Do you know what I mean? And like, I do go through phases where I'm, I'll really miss my mom, where so many people would go to their moms and phone them and kind of get that comfort. Whereas I don't really feel I have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely have not had my shit together this past week. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I totally get you on the lonely loneliness thing. I'm really bad for that. Like. Mm. very different situation obviously but I'm living alone for the first time in like ages and my boyfriend's on a ship and um yeah like I don't know when you're just like 100% in your own company all the time it's it's a bit uncomfortable sometimes but I'm trying to just like yeah accept the uncomfortableness well thank you so much Ellie I so appreciate your like openness and your vulnerability and like I just I'm so grateful for it because this is my whole plan with the podcast so thank you for just showing up 100% as you that's 
all I could ever ask for and I'm so happy that you came on and let everyone know how they can find you on the the lovely social media and all that jazz <laughs> social media is at I am L-E-J-E-L-L-Y-J-A-Y um, and I think it's the same in my Twitter as well I think or X, shall we say. Mm. Um, yeah, Facebook. I don't think anybody uses that anymore, but LEG Performer is what I'm under. But, uh, but yeah. And TikTok, I think it's LEG26 or I am LEG as well. But I don't know. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ellie. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to follow the show on TikTok and Instagram at Don't Have My Shit Podcast. And if you loved the episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share a wee post on your story or share it with friends that you think will love it too. If you feel so inclined, a review would also make me the happiest gal in the world. But most importantly, thank you for being here and I'll see you next week. <laughs>